What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 184 of the TNA Crossland Podcast. I am Bob Kine Jr. With me as always, Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, it is the go-home show before sacrifice, where we have zero title matches. And our main event is likely going to be the tag team match with Raven and Sabu, the like hardcore dream team, or the extreme dream team, whatever they're calling them. Against Jarrett and Rhino. Jerry Lynn and Sean Waltman. Mm-hmm. B. Jizzle, special referee. B. Jizzle, that's right. Special referee for Kip James, Mario Brown against the Three Life crew. And then, of course, a Super X final where Samoa Joe will be taking on the winner of Petey Williams and AJ Styles, which is going to be taking place tonight. So while there are some interesting matches, it doesn't look like... Unless, I mean, we get AMW and the Naturals or the Naturals and Team Canada or something. Right. Uh, I feel like Team here. Canada is more likely. I would have, yeah, I would I would have to think that too. They did a little tease there with AMW, but yeah. I think that was, that's all it was. They say probably going to get Abyss and Hoyt, right? Yes, I think that's happening. Um, and actually, one of our opening notes is going to be talking about another match that I don't think we're going to really say on the show today. So I figured we'll just get say it here in the opening. And it's nothing that's like, it's not storyline related at all. So okay. um, so we'll get to that. Yeah, so Sacrifice is just a couple of days away after the show. And, two. Uh, just two days. Just two days, yeah. And despite there not being really any kind of... Uh, titles online or anything like i said by noting all those matches there's still probably some decent stuff to uh look forward to so i'm not too disappointed by it no i think so too i agree i think it's gonna be there's some good like story driven stuff that's gonna happen they're not all title matches but that's okay you know as long as it's got something good behind it then i'm gonna accept it yeah and i think uh an important question is, will BG James finally make a decision? No, he will not. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. There's no way. Um, so, Bob, just like uh, last week, well, here, let's we'll run down the card but um, that we just saw. But uh, there's not a ton to talk about. These in-between weeks, um, there's generally not a lot of notes, and that's honestly because we're taping four weeks at a time. I mean, that's that's kind of what's happening. So the in-between after the tapings, there's not like a ton of stuff going on. But uh, we did see another pretty uh, good episode of Impact last week. Not as strong as previous, uh, the couple previous in that, but um, I think that it went pretty well. Uh, we saw Samoa Joe, as Bob already noted, defeat Alex Shelley in nine minutes and in four seconds to move on to the finals of the Super X Cup 2005. We saw The Naturals, uh, win by disqualification 
against Team Canada's Bobby Roode and Eric Young uh, due to some interference and all that stuff is really messy. Uh, that match went 8 minutes, 28 seconds. It was a tag team title match. Very important to know. As they were entering, and I said, hey, they haven't defended these in a while. And then they did. Hmm. Uh, Abyss defeated Apollo in 7 minutes and 8 seconds. Decent match, and then the end kind of got a little sloppy on us, but that's fine. Raven and Sabu teamed up to defeat the Diamonds in the Rough. David Young and Simon Diamond in four minutes, ten seconds in the main event. And then, of course, we saw a huge beatdown at the end, and it was pretty chaotic. So, And Monty Brown's pissed about the special referee and all that kind of good stuff. So, Not too bad. Not too bad. And, yeah, I think the only thing we really know heading into today's show is the PD Williams versus AJ Styles, that final match. So we will see how that goes. Now, obviously, uh, it's obviously going to be AJ. Give me a break. I don't know. AJ and Joe, come on. I know. AJ and Joe that already sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, so, yeah, let's uh, let's dive into this. We have some stuff about Spike TV we're going to talk about, um, and then we'll talk about the other match that will be added and a few small things here, and then we'll get into the show, which we're going to talk about plenty of more interesting stuff. Uh, so the deal regarding Spike and not TNA selling the ad time for the show must have been a fairly late development, Dave Meltzer says. He says TNA uh, had been talking with Howard Brody, who was the former NWA president and co-author of Dusty Rhodes' autobiography, uh, for a deal where he would make ad deals for the company. But Brody was told that that aspect is now out of their hands. The basic The basics of the financial deal between Spike and TNA is that no money is changing hands, which kind of sounds weird, right? So TNA is going to be paying all production costs for the television show, and Spike gets all the ad revenue money. TNA gets two minutes of ad time to promote its pay-per-views and other merchandise. Uh, The deal on FSN was that TNA was paying $30,000 per week for time as well as paying for production costs, but kept much of the ad time, uh, but didn't sell hardly any advertising, so it made back only a small percentage of what went out. So it's a far superior deal, as the audience should be uh, appreciably larger, and the amount that they are spending for the time will be less. So even though we've talked about it's silly that they're going to still pay for time, it seems that it is still a significantly better deal in terms of money. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, when, I'm still not buying it right now. Yeah, because there's got they Spike ends up paying them for the show. Yeah, I have a feeling once starts stuff starts to get picked up, I think they're going to realize like, okay, this is pretty good, and then that's when it happens. Uh, it's also said that they they had a meeting. TNA and Spike took place on August eighth regarding a battle plan for marketing the show. So we should start to hear more about that kind of stuff. And also talking about tie-ins with Spike and everything. So uh, there are definite ideas trying to tie UFC into this. Now using like Tito Ortiz and Ken Shamrock and others if it would be possible. Uh, on the Spike show and pushing their appearances and commercials that would air during the UFC block on the nights that they would be on impact. Uh, there has already been disappointment from this end with the quality of the UFC shows. So apparently the UFC stuff is not going well right now. Um, with the idea here that the Ultimate Fighter will probably do well, but that the taped UFC Unleashed that airs between Ultimate Fighter and TNA may not hold the audience. 
So they're worried about that part. Now, TNA was hopeful of a strong UFC block, figuring that if they got three hours on a Saturday night of highly rated stuff, it would feed TNA with a good male 18 to 34 lead in to build from. And now the reality is hitting that UFC isn't producing compelling enough TV to draw over the long haul. So, I mean, it's pretty early on, but it's uh, unfortunate that it seems like that's not working out to how they were hoping. Well, there's... Because they're just... I think it's just like UFC, like old fights that they show, right? It might be. That sounds right. Because there's a show... There's a show. Yeah, let's see when it starts. Oh, okay, so it's already started. The Ultimate Fighter, which I think we've talked about or mentioned before. Um, that started back in January. That show really puts UFC on the map. So I'm wondering mm. if at some point. That makes sense. That that show is a lead-in for um, impact. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. Because, like, there's a Ultimate Fighter 2 is about to start on August 22nd, and it goes till November 1st. Mm. Now, let's see. I'm really deep diving into this right now. 2005... August. Okay, so that's on a Monday. So that wouldn't be a lead-in for Saturday. Well, then I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll find out soon enough. I'm sure we'll hear more about it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, The final note here before we can get started, and then, like I said, we'll talk about more during the show. So once again, another quick one here, Bob. Um, and this is about the match that's going to be added to Sacrifice on August 14th. And it is apparently going to be Christopher Daniels versus none other than Austin Aries. Now, that's just bizarre. Yeah, it's yeah. very it's very odd. Now, there's a little bit more on this. So. Um, so this was just a way to get a way to get Daniels on the show. Um, so they never got an opponent before him because this is when they attempted to bring Jushin Liger in or Ultimo Dragon. So really, Daniels was supposed to fight one of them. And unfortunately, due to scheduling problems on the show, they could not. Um, apparently, it's going to be being built as something along the lines of an internet dream match with a ballot balloting involving people like Jay Lethal, Matt Seidel, and Roderick Strong. So it seems like it's going to be like a, a vote thing. Uh, Dave says, I don't know what would ha- what would have happened if the voting didn't go as they wanted, but before the first vote was cast, they certainly were planning on it to be Austin Aries, who at last word also had a gigantic lead in the poll. So they were doing like a vote. They planned on it being Austin Aries, but if it didn't, it would have been interesting to see what just, they would have done. Just rig it. Oh, yeah. How, who's gonna just know? rig it like all the other promotions do if it doesn't if it wasn't going the way you wanted it. Right. I vaguely remember this thing, this being a thing online mm. 
for his mystery opponent. And um, at the time, I was an Aries fan just from Ring of Honor. So I probably voted for Aries. I do, I do remember. But that was that hasn't even been mentioned on TV or anything. Well, so I don't think it's I don't know if it's going to happen on this show or not. But since technically this is kind of published before the show airs or the way they write them, I figured it was at least worth uh, bringing up. So it may be a slight spoiler for what we're about to watch, but there has been no indication of this being a thing right now. So I figured, why not? Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. All right. Well, is that all your notes? That's it to start off, man. Um, I got some fun stuff to talk about during the show, but we'll obviously we like to have some a little bit of talking points uh, as we're watching the show. So that's it, man. We're ready for the go home show before sacrifice. That's right. The go home show before sacrifice. It's August 12th, 2005 edition of Impact. The runtime is approximately 45 minutes and 31 seconds. If you want to watch along with us, head over to Impact Plus or find in your own personal collection. I'm going to count down from three when I say play, and that's when we're going to watch ourselves some Impact. So here you go. Three, two, one, play. This is TNA. We've been the new face of professional wrestling for quite some time. Oh, no highlights. We're going right to the intro, Bob. It's total non-stop action wrestling impact from Universal Studios, Stage 21 at Universal Orlando, Florida. Look how accurate this intro is again, because guess what? Sabu's back. Yeah, is there anybody else that's... Jeff Hardy. Hardy's not Jeff there. Hardy, he's not here right now, yeah. Starting out with Matt Bentley. This might get down this. Here comes Matt Bentley with Tracy. Also returned to uh, to Impact again in ring. Well, kind of in ring. She did some stuff. She didn't just stand there at Slammiversary this year. Who, Tracy? Yeah. What'd she do? Oh, she beat up Alicia Edwards, I think. Oh, because she was probably with Kazarian. Yes, yes. She was at Kazarian's ringside. But I know she got, like, physically involved, which is kind of cool. Mm. I don't think she hit the pie in the sky, but... That sucks. I don't know. I uh, As of this recording, I am behind, and I have not actually watched the show. I just saw highlights. Now, those people in the front row, I, what is it called? Like the Bentley Bounce or something? What? Yeah, like the they, yeah, they were doing like the Bentley Bounce or something like that. Oh, my God. Looks like he's fighting Shark Boy. The cult favorite. The Shark Boy action figure. Wait. Shark Boy action figure. Hold on. Yeah. I need to see what series he's in because that means they've been these might have been out for a while at this point. Bentley getting the cheap shots to start us off here. Stomping away on Sharpway, taunting the crowd regarding I think the fin. 
Let me find out what series he's in. Ooh, yeah, Sean Waltman, like Jerry Lynn coming up at Sacrifice, not on the Today Show. I'm gonna figure this out. I gotta. There's a there's a, a page I really like, and they have a website that has all these on it. I just gotta find it. I feel like he'd be like a series one, just because he's he, uh He's not. He's not even in series two. That's why I'm. Really? That's why. I'm, that's why I'm so curious right now. Oh, here it is. I found the website. Hold on. As Matt Bentley is taking control of Shark Boy here. That surprised me just because he's got like a marketable gimmick, really. Right, right. Toys. There we go. Sharp with a neck breaker. Going for the cover. One, two, kick out. Okay, I lied. He is in series two. So, series one, if you guys are wondering about these uh, 2005 TNA um, Marvel toys. Series one. Yeah, that was a nice dropkick. Goes for the cover. No. Um, series one is Abyss, who comes with his chain, and you can, like, flex his leg so he does his taunt. AJ Styles, who comes with a ladder. He's wearing his black gear in this one, and he has a thing on his back, and it makes his... He can do a body slam, it says. Series one had all the actions. That's the thing. Oh, Tracy's grabbing the referee, or trying to. Or is he, why is he pulling her? Oh, Shark Boy bitter butt. Her pants are falling down. Well, they're pretty low. Oh, super kick by Bentley. Here we go. One, two, three. Also in Series 1, Bob, was Jeff Jarrett, who came with a smashable guitar and the NWA title, and then Raven with short hair, and he had his chair. Hmm. So if you're wondering about Series 2, it's Christopher Daniels with, like, a construction thing, Jeff Hardy with a... Uh, ladder. Shocker being interviewed here backstage. Ron Killings and then Chuck Boy. Just get that out here before. Oh, he may be being taken a bit too lightly here after beating Alex Shelley at Slammiversary. Oh, we do things differently in Mexico. He's talking about two out of three falls match? No, I think Sacrifice are having the third match. Oh. Because he beat him in the Super X Cup. He beat him at... So Shocker won at anniversary. Shelly won in the Super X Cup. So now we're having yeah. a, a rubber match. Okay. Okay. They've had some good matches. I'm down. Why did Shane Douglas have a confused look like, what Sacrifice? It looks like we're about to see Styles or Williams up next. They're showing the graphic. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I would have thought that was the main event. Right. Oh, here we go. So I'll I'll get AJ's uh, out of the way here. His indie notes. Uh, Back on July 23rd, he lost to Jimmy Rave in a Philadelphia street fight for Ring of Honors of the Homecoming. And then, as we mentioned last week, on July 29th, he defeated AJ. Uh, AJ Styles defeated Matt Hardy in 25 minutes and 56 seconds. 
And then on July 30th, AJ Styles lost to John McChesney at Summerfest 2005 in Butler, Pennsylvania. I don't know what Summerfest is. It looks like just a local show there. Hmm. Matt Hardy was on that show too, I guess. So. Uh, Petey Williams. He's got nothing. So there we go. Uh, Daniels is at the table, and they just showed Tanae giving a very big thumbs up and hilarious face to the person who was bringing over the Super X Cup trophy so they could set it down. There's this Series 1 AJ Styles figure I just saw. They definitely planted all those figures in the crowd. You think so? I don't know, dude. I think they had to have. Unless they're selling them at like a merch table and people bought them. They could have. Yeah, but I think they probably just planted it. So do I. Let's see if I got anything for you uh, before this match starts. Uh, TNA has apparently just hired former WWE production guy Kevin Sullivan, not the wrestler, right. uh, who quit two years ago. Sullivan formerly worked with David Sahadi in WWE, and his strength in post-production work and video package will ease Sahadi's workload. And Kevin Sullivan is here for a very long time, I believe. Yeah. I kind of think he's here until like AEW starts, isn't he? Oh, maybe. I think he kind of is. Yeah. He's a ends up being a pretty big uh, guy here, I think. Bell has rung P.D. Williams, AJ Styles. Also, Bob, I don't want to disappoint you, but Johnny Fairplay's return that we talked about last week will likely not happen at Sacrifice, and it will be happening instead at the tapings right after. Um. Yeah. And, I don't think I don't think so. I don't think he's coming back. And there's another rumor that kind of goes with this, which mm. I don't know if it's going to happen or how I feel about it. But it does say, however, um, this I think is talking about potentially on sacrifice. Jeff Hardy may return under a mask as Willow the Wisp, um, but not wrestle on the show. Now the storyline is that Willow admits that Jeff has messed up and that he's the good side of Hardy, and so they kind of want to do a Mick Foley mankind kind of. Uh, character yeah i don't know even how in, feel about that even in 2005 he's trying to get this willow thing going i know isn't that crazy oh. we're locking up irish whip to pd and wheel barrel arm drag arm bar Daniel's talking a lot of shit about AJ Styles right now. Yeah, one of his best friends in real life. It's perfect. That's the best kind of stuff, because then you can talk shit, and it doesn't really matter. It's kind of how like you bully me all the time, but like we're good friends. Yeah, but I mean it. That's true. There's no cameras around. I'm doing it for real. Hmm. Who's that guy? Who's Nikita Koloff? Oh, my God. You always got to go back to that, man. Who, who's that guy? And you know it's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. You didn't know who Nikita. No, that's was. not true. That's not true. Everyone, go listen to the episode in the archives. Yeah, listen <laughs> to Tasco. Who is that? I didn't see that. You did. I right. paused and then I realized who it was. Okay. Because he looked different. Yeah. He hadn't changed his look since like 1985, so okay. He gained a little weight in the face because he got older, okay? Yeah. 
Whatever helps you sleep at night. Big knee drop by AJ Styles. And another one to the back of the head. Goes for the cover very slowly, though. He's not in a rush. And, of course, that's going to get to a count. Duh. Weren't, wasn't there another time when we were, like, listing, like, our favorite tag teams or whatever, and then you forgot Triple X? I did forget Triple X. <laughs> I bet I did, do. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Triple X, duh. Classic. Scoop and a slam. Styles is staring at the crowd. We're cut to the announce table. The CDI is what Daniels has renamed the Super Cup, the Christopher Daniels Invitational. Okay, well, PD slipped out, so that's what he that's what he's calling the Super X Cup. Yeah, Daniels has renamed it. Oh my God, Powerbomb! You ain't doing that. No. He hit he hit that leg drop on the apron though. Instead, usually he misses it. A one with a clothesline. Referee must be distracted. I'm sick and tired of these Canadians. If AJ was any good, he could do the same about uh, outsmarting Team Canada. So Daniel's talking a big game here. Watching these guys fight, you just never know. Backbreaker by PD. It's the face of TNA, the franchise player. Daniel's talking up about himself here. As PD Williams chokes Styles on the bottom rope or middle rope. Oh, now A1's getting involved. How cheap is this? Oh, I'm in the right hand. This is about time A1 did something. Hey. The CDI, the Super X Cop, whatever you want to call it. Uh, speaking of tournaments, Bob, uh, we got another one coming up. We do? We do. The next set of tapings, guess what? They're going to be based around a Chris Candido Memorial Tag Tournament. Uh, with the idea being based around the Grand Alternative Tournament that CMLL does, where you have an established veteran teaming with a young wrestler. Hmm. I don't like that idea. You don't like the idea of a no, tag team tournament? I'd I like that they're doing a memorial tournament thing for Christian Dito. I don't like that it's going to be like a veteran and a younger wrestler. Are we about to get like weird mix match teams? I don't know. I, what I will say is if yeah, we probably. do it, if we do it like they doing the Super X Cup, I'll be fine with it, and I think it'll be fine. Oh, nice spin kick by AJ Styles. But I don't well, like. I'm ran- sure. I just don't like random stuff like this. It's like I, well, I don't. Did- I don't think it would be like a lethal lottery type of thing. Or battable. That's what I'm worried about. I don't think so. Oh, did you see that? That was cool. I think it would be more so of. I think we'll see a a couple of segments where like a. uh, Like a young guy is trying to 
find a veteran guy to be his partner type of thing. Oh, yeah. No roll up, but that was a two count by Petey, or Petey got kicked out at two. That's what I should say. But no, I'm really thinking about it. I mean, there's not that many long term veterans. I feel like. Yeah, that's like the weird part too. Yeah. Wait a second. This is where they're setting up Raven and Cassidy Riley. Oh shit! Well, that would make a lot of sense. Whoa. I just made that connection. But would Raven do it? I think he will. Whoa. I and I could see them, if even if they stick to this format loosely, a reversal of the Canadian destroyer there. Um, I could see the Naturals just being in as a regular team because they were managed by him and like kind of get like a buy in that. Moonsault, reverse DDT. Is he hitting it? Bam, he does. Nice. Petey got the shoulder up. Donmus cannot believe it, even though Styles probably has never won a match with that move. I say probably because sometimes they pull out a... They pull it out and they... Oh, Styles Clash? Are we going to see it? It still looks nice. It does look nice. Oh, no. Petey dropped to the knees, so he wasn't able to get it. But Styles picks him up anyways. He slips out. Oh, Crucifix? Crucifix bomb. Boom. One, two. No. AJ barely kicked out of that. I can't believe that. Oh my god. Oh, the flag is in play. Oh, he gets pushed into A1 with the flag. Styles the roll up. Oh, what's this? What's he doing? The Mahi straw? What the? No. Oh, my God. Petey going for the sharpshooter. No, my God. Cradle. Whoa! He won with the inside cradle. How do you feel about that, Bob? I mean, that was kind of a weak finish. Yeah. But Smojo versus AJ Styles coming up at Sacrifice. Wow. Oh, we get a promo. What is this? Not just a flash of blood. Is this for sacrifice? It must be. The noble of the fallen. And on this night, victory must be must go to those who sacrifice. TNA Wrestling presents Sacrifice Sunday, August fourteenth, live on pay per view. Okay, it's being official here. Shane Douglas talking to Lance Hoyt. You're taking on Abyss. What's going through your head since you're going to take on Abyss? Opportunity is going through his skull. He came to Tini looking for opportunity. I didn't come looking for it because he came looking for me. He's looking for a little vengeance. Destruction. Looking for what he came for. Oh, shit. This Sunday a sacrifice, and here comes Abyss from behind. James Mitchell took the microphone from Shed Douglas' hand, and Abyss hits Hoyt with the chair in the back. And Hoyt, we told you it wasn't about you. 
We told you it wasn't personal, but now you made it personal. In doing so, you've made the worst mistake of your career. It's the worst mistake of his life. I'll finish the interview. This Sunday sacrifice, this will crush you like the cockroach you are. Wow, dude. Oh, man, another interview here. Kip, James, and Monty Brown. Another Sunday sacrifice. You guys both have a referee, special referee in your match. Monty Brown is fucking pissed about this. The two dead crew. Oh, Kip James is counting him, calming him down. This is what we want. Special guest referee, Brian James. He's my brother. <laughs> Monty Brown says, I hope he is your brother. I don't think he's buying it. I'm going to call the hospital after this match. Let's go. Back to Micah Don for more TNA action. Shane Douglas has that like questionable look down pretty well. Oh, yeah, he does. He's a good backstage interviewer. Yeah, he is. He's a lot better than Terry Taylor, I'll tell you that. Oh, dude, everyone is. Here comes the alpha male. Looks like in singles action, but Kip James is bringing him down to the ring. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see him on the show or not, So, but Kip James is out here. Uh, BG James did an interview with Wrestling News Live, openly talking about, listen to this, Bob, how he and Kip James would be getting together soon. Oh, my God. What is wrong with people? Yeah, uh, because there's no major Why? television. Yeah, because there's no major television. The angle has put into super slow motion because of the feeling that Dave says he totally agrees with that it's insane to finish any angle right now that could potentially mean something. This is an example of fans causing something to happen. The original plan was to ne- to never reunite them, but they did the teases and fans were uh, crazy chanting the New Age Outlaws. So pretty much everyone recognized that they now have to do it. Here comes Elix Skipper to take on Monty Brown here, dude. This is a this is an old school feud. Do you remember when they dumped paint on each other at the park? <laughs> I do. Yeah. That was good times. Okay, so a question for you. Referees, unsafe work environment. He's okay you're doing a singles match. Yeah, because it's not it's not all, all of four them. guys. It also could be a continuity error. Why would Elix Skipper turn around and play to the crowd right there? Well, because Monty and Kip, well, I don't know. I just wonder the same thing. But Monty is, and Kip seem to be the reason that the referees don't want to do it because they're the ones who keep attacking the referees. So that's the part that's a little weird to me. I agree because I thought the same thing, like, oh, well, all four of them, but. That could just, that could just be an oversight. That's fine. For continuity. We're dropping Elix Skipper on the guardrail. Now he's saying he's going to German suplex him into the crowd. Oh, he faked out the crowd. He just hit him in the back. Also, I don't know if we're going to see... Well, let me see here. Hold on. Never mind. I'm going to hold that. Because I think we might see him later. 
One, two. No, Skipper's not staying down. Kick out a two, baby. I want to be really... I'm going to be kind of bummed out if Elix Skipper is getting, like, enhancement roles now. Oh, damn it. He slipped up. Um, I was thinking the same thing. But he's fighting back pretty strong here. Oh, man. Beautiful spin uh, kick, nice as spin always. Kick. Taking out Monty Brown, but he's back on his feet. He's staggered. Irish whip countered by Monty Brown. Ducks the clothesline. Comes back. Ducks to his clothesline. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. He just double-jumped, did a moonsault, landed on his feet, and Monty Brown came back with a pounce immediately. Uh, that's got to be it. One, two, three. Wow. That was good. That was a good finish. Yeah. It was better than the uh, quick roll-up there by AJ. Wow. Go to commercial, and we're back. Diamonds in the rough again? Or is it just David Young? No, it's oh, no. These guys ah. are getting a lot of air time. I know. Okay. Will they finally get a win? Because this is like not really going the way that I feel like Simon Diamond is trying to explain the Diamonds in the rough. They're getting experience, but they're not winning nothing. No, I remember. Is. Didn't they? What? They uh, they beat um, Apollo and Siaki, didn't they? Um, okay, maybe they did. Or, or no, but did they lose? Well, David Young keeps getting pinned, and last week, what I wanted. To well, point out David was, Young is always getting pinned, yeah. Right, but Simon Diamond watched him get pinned last week. Here come America's Most Wanted. Now, technically, these teams kind of have some history uh, from sure. the asylum. We're missing Gilberti, but that's fine. And Johnny Swinger. Guilty. Um, I have an interview by none other than uh, Joe Legend, where Joe Legend decides to talk about TNA again. Oh God, this is usually not good. Uh, yeah, uh, he he complained about TNA, his TNA tenure in this interview, saying that when he got over. He got over on a promo. They told him to quit doing promos like that. And then when he did a good move, they told him that they only wanted him doing punches and kicks. And he says about Jeff Jarrett, quote, he was an absolute total snake, and I wish nothing but bad things on him. Um. So that's where Joe Legend stands, guys. <laughs> it's so bad. He he never returns to TNA, does he? No, I don't think he ever does. I, I didn't think so. Harris tags in hard attack from the middle row. Not really the running version. And then slingshots David Young into the corner. Oh, double, double team dragon screw on the leg. Double drop kick to David Young. They're really just beating his ass right now. Simon Diamond gets to the ring. Drop toe hold right into the crotch of David Young, who is sitting down in the corner. Don't worry, AMW still is getting cheered, so they're teasing this potential here turn, but the crowd still loves them. Yeah, they're definitely still the top babyface team, Which, even with the Naturals as the champions. But see, that's going to make the turn even bigger, I think. Like, people are yeah. going to be like, what? Yeah. Who would be, I mean, who's your, I don't know. 
Well, probably three life crew, I guess, would be your top face team then. I mean, I the nat I don't think the naturals are the top face team. I think that's what they want, but yeah. I don't know. Oh, here's Knox fighting back here. Yeah, Simon Diamond takes down. Uh, leaping left arm lariat, taking out David Young, tagging James Storm, who comes in with a fiery right hand. And then, power slam. Takes out Simon Diamond. Ducks the close on by David Young. Comes back, pops up, Hurricane Rana. Goes for the cover, but Simon Diamond breaks that up. Harris is back in the ring now. He's taking care of Simon Diamond so that James Storm can finish off David Young here. Storm going outside, taking out Simon Diamond. Chris Harris, suplex. Stalling, vertical suplex here. Holding, 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 holding. And down. The blood rushed to his head. David Young is woozy. He's not feeling good. Oh, the Canadians. He just grabbed the leg of uh, James Star. No way. Yeah, David Young no hits a spine way. buster. <gasps> oh, my God. David Young just pinned James Storm. Wow, dude. AMW going on the attack here, but Harris is trying to fight him off. You know, you know what? That confirms a heel turn. That was huge, dude. Because that's what you, I feel like that's what you do when you're trying to get as much as you can out of a face team. Mm. You have them lose to a bottom. And it wasn't clean, obviously, but you lose, you have them lose to a bottom tier heel team. Chase Stevens and Andy Douglas saving and Jimmy Hart. Wow. That was very unexpected, dude. Wow. I, that, that, I'm shocked. Me too. By that. Yeah, I, I did not, not expect that. that at all. Is it mutual respect or mutual hatred for the Canadians? Okay, we're back and no one got entrances, but Three Life Crew is in the ring, and that's Mikey Batts and... Jarrell Clark. Oh, that's Jarrell Clark, okay. Even though Mikey Batts is kind of like a bad guy now, so this is kind of funny. Yeah, the way that he was just talking to Clark was like, get in there. So Weird. Um, I have a Conan interview, um, but he, he also is apparently, I'll just say this quick first, he's working on getting uh, Mystico to be brought in. It says the other Mystico. I don't know how many Mysticos there are at this point, but regardless. Um, so Conan was on AudioWrestling.com. He said when he first heard about the conference call to announce the Spike deal two weeks ago, he figured it was actually going to be a mass firing. Uh, so he thought they were going to lay everyone off. Uh, he said when the TV started, the company needed to focus on a mix of big stars and X Division guys, since the X Division was the hottest thing they had, and many fans were probably unaware of guys like him and Raven were even still wrestling. 
Um, and as far as all the rumors about people they bring in, he says that he has no idea who TNA might bring in. So Clark tried to tag Bats in early, and Bats was not interested. Hmm, interesting. So I don't think Mr. Bats is going to be on the up and up here. Oh, he threw his sneaker. Fuck yeah, dude. There it is in the ring. Irish whip, pop up, he just drops him down. Uh, by the way, that was my final note of the show, Bob. So we get to just enjoy the rest of this. Doing like the little what's up. There he goes with the leg. Conan like let go of his legs wicked soon. Yeah, he did. Coast to coast leg drop. Drew Clark, look at this. Nice. Whoa, nice moonsault. Double spring moonsault. BG watching from the ramp. The special referee. Mikey Bats avoiding another tag from Clark. So Ron's going to throw Bats in. That doesn't make him legal there, Ron. Mikey Bats ducks the clothesline from killing spot. Oh, look at the hook. Oh! <laughs> okay, well, the... Okay. That was supposed yeah. to happen. Okay, so it looked good, but Conan was holding Bats up, and then Killings hit, like, a... like a junk, jumping heel kick on him, kind of. And then he just fell back. <laughs> Holding him still. Snap suplex on Jarrell Clark. That's right, dude. Tanae saying they're breaking out new moves from their playbook here. Powerbomb by Conan on Jarrell Clark. Okay, that's it. Wow. wow. The real life crew getting a win, which I feel like they haven't in quite some time. Maybe I think just... Kevin Nash is not coming back if Conan's doing the powerbomb. Oh, wow. Good point. BG's clapping for him. Good job, guys. Yeah, we know where his heart is because in an interview he said, oh, Kip and I are going to be getting together soon. That's all. Yeah, sure, we know about the trademark and everything, but don't fucking tell us. So dumb, dude. That's my major pet peeve of mine. Just don't do that. Oh, wait, we're on a mic. Conan has a microphone. I'm glad you could join us. Oh, because to me, you're a day late and a dollar short. Oh, shit. He's talking about how in movies, the police come after the crime scene has already happened. That's what BG's doing here. He's drawn up the signal, three life crew. Yeah, how does he, what is the, what is the sign? Oh, I always thought it was just three and then live and then you do the K. Oh, I don't know. But I'm also just making that up. Kellings is making him chant. BG stepping up on the apron, dude. We're everyone's chanting for 3 Life Crew. There's not many people chanting for 3 Life Crew anymore. No. Because they, they, they know the new it's gonna, they want the new age outlaws in. And then you expect to carry this out for two more months? God, there's no dude, way. There's no way. There's no way you can do it. Okay, Shane Douglas backstage with the Naturals, Jimmy Hart, and America's Most Wanted. He wouldn't expect these teams to be standing on the same set without fisticuffs flying.
Oh, he's saying he. Do you guys know those tag team titles belong to America's Most Wanted? Oh, the four were standing side by side. Just send notice to you, Team Canada. Okay, this Sunday at Sacrifice. It's not going to be AMW versus the Naturals. First time ever. AMW's teaming with the Naturals. Sounds like they take on Team Canada, Bob. How do you feel about that match? That uh, that officially confirms that there's no title matches. Yeah. Sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> How often has that ever happened? I don't even know. Not very. A monthly pay-per-view and there's literally zero title matches? Yeah, um, that's also the match I almost spoiled last week, but I caught myself. <laughs> oh, so you knew what that was happening? I Yeah, I knew. Because I, I almost spoiled it. Look at Saban, the bad camera. They should not have shown Saban already right there. He was, like, waiting for his music to hit. Uh, Rhino is about to have a match. Uh, Rhino's out here with Chris Saban. And actually, I lied. I did have one more note on it because I just forgot about it. Because uh, it was on two observers ago. Um, apparently... Rhino is a huge fan of Chris Sabin and asked for this match. Hmm. He wanted to beat him before his pay-per-view match. Nice. Uh, no, not quite. And we'll talk about that after. We can say it after a match. He Let's wanted say, to lose to him? I'm not saying right now. Let's say after <sighs> If match. Rhino loses to Chris Sabin here, I'm going to throw my computer against the wall. He is a huge Chris Sabin fan. <laughs> We'll start with that. I'll tell you the rest after. This is cool, though. Rhino's debut match here, man. Yeah, By the way, we're um, 36 minutes, 35 seconds into the show. I have a couple of notes here for um, Rhino. He was involved in that gathering of the Juggalos, JCW versus TNA, uh, all three nights. Uh, night one, he lost to Abyss. Night two, he defeated D-Ray 3000. And then night <laughs> three, he defeated Abyss. Wow. Crazy stuff. <laughs> and I think that's, yeah, that's all there is for Rhino. Now let's see about Mr. Christopher Sabin. Nice drop kick, taking down Rhino. Okay. JB Dell, Edge, RVD. You can add Raven to the list. He's talking about all the people who Rhino has gored in the last month. Hmm. So they're pushing on the fact that Rhino's beat the shit out of some top WWE names even right there. There aren't any, uh, any notes for Saban, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, Rhino just fell to the floor of her Insiguri, and Saban looks like he's about to go for a nice dive here. Whoa. That almost looked dangerous, but it was so nice. It looked like he was going for a regular tope there, and then he flipped. Yes. Shows it was like again. a delayed somersault. Yeah, dude. Watch. Look how straight he goes. Yeah. It's almost like he almost shot, and he was like, fuck it, and flipped. Right. We're back in the ring here. Saving. No, can't do the Irish trip. Rhino picks him up in a Furman's carry. TKO. I like that TKO because it was a quick one going down. Yeah, that was nice.
Rhino just laying in the punches here on Saban now. Delayed vertical suplex. Drops Saban down. He's got to get high-risk offense on Rhino or Saban. It's just not going to do good. That's what TNA is talking about here in commentary. He made the comeback at No Surrender with Samoa Joe. So they're saying he's got to do the same thing here with Rhino. It does kind of suck because you look at this and there's like just absolutely no way you think Saban's going to win. I'm I'm really confused by what you're saying I'll, about I'll, I'll Ryan tell you after the match. Saban's his favorite wrestler. No, he's just telling so people what, he was like, a big fan of him. He's a big fan. Yeah, he's a big fan of him. I can't that tell you at all. After the like, match. He's going to be like, yo, I want to lose to Saban. Tell you after the match. Pop-up, Hurricane Rana by Saban. Beautiful. Both men are down. Just pay attention to the match. Kind of looks like Rhino's kind of giving a lot to say, but does it not? I was just going to say, I was not expecting Rhino to give this much in his first TNA match. You wouldn't think so. No, not but at all. But he's a big Chris Saban fan. I mean, come on. That is already, like, respectable. Come on. This dude just came in from his WWE run. Yeah, but here's the thing, too. Aren't they both from Detroit? Oh, shit. So he's probably kind of familiar with Saban. He might be. Oh, Saban taking down the Rhino here. Oh, nice back spring back. Help me here. Uh, Springboard springboard back back elbow. elbow. There we go. Back spring uh, elbow. Yeah, I I was was getting there. I was getting there. Irish rip into the corner. Saving with a little spin kick to the midsection. Up to the middle rope. Crap, Rhino going for that tornado DDT. Oh, and he hits it. I really don't understand the booking here. <laughs> I mean, it's great for Saban and like it's enjoyable, but like, what are you, what are we doing? He's a big fan. Two days before the tag team main event, I don't understand. And he's like this, you know, major enforcer type of guy for Jarrett. Uh oh, Ryan's going under the ring after he just threw Saban to the floor, and now he's grabbing a table. From the six-sided ring, there's a table under each side. This is just kidding. There's two right there. I just saw the other one. He's only grabbing one, though. He slid it in the ring. You'd think the referee would be like, let's get rid of that. Yeah, you would think Andrew Thomas would kick it out of the ring, but whatever. Ducks to clothesline. Saving. A couple of right hands. Irish trips Rhino to the corner, hits him with a splash, comes out of the corner, super kick, off the rope, trap kick, Rhino, dude, he's really taking down Rhino here. The man beast is, he could lose this match here against Chris Saban. Springboard, missile, drop kick. Goes for the cover. No, kick out at two, man. What's going to happen? What's going to happen in this main event of impact? This go-home episode is wild. Irish Rip Rhino Spinebuster. 
Spinebuster trap and save on his lower back here. Oh, he's setting up for the gore. Oh, inside out, he just turned Saban. Holy shit. And that's a three. Rhino gets the win here in the main event. And here comes oh, Raven. Raven. Shirt, no shirt Raven. That's how you know he's serious. Into the corner. Off. Clothesline. Taking out Rhino. High knee. Knocks Rhino to the floor. Interesting. So that table must either a tease or they're going to use it here at the they're, end. They got to use it. Jarrett's going after Raven now. Irish whip. Countered by Raven into the corner. Hits a clothesline. Bulldog out of the corner to Jeff Jarrett. Gore, gore, gore. Here we go. Come on, where's Sabu? The lights will go out, I'm sure. I know. That's definitely what's happening. Don West is yelling for him. The crowd's chanting for him. There's the lights out. Lights out at the impact zone. You asked where he is, and in a second, maybe. There he is. He throws a chair around his face, goes after Jarrett. Springboard back elbow. Jarrett landed on the chair. Yeah, he sure did. They're setting up Rhino in the corner. Sabu is about to put Rhino through that table, I think. Oh, a low blow to Raven. Watch Sabu. Oh, look what Rhino's doing. He's slipping his arms. Oh, my God. Oh, it didn't break. Didn't he, he just powerbombed Sabu onto Raven on the table, but the table did not break. Damn it. Is Jared about to say to do it again? Can he? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, there you go. He powerbombed Sabu through I it. I thought he was going to pile a drive through the table. Holy shit. Could you imagine? Jarrett and Rhino standing tall here in the final moments of our go-home episode before sacrifice. Well. Join us for sacrifice. Well, guys, in two days, we're going to be covering sacrifice. But, Bob, so to kind of... Oh, Jarrett's going for the figure four. We're not even off air yet. Look at it on Raven. Why not? Okay, there we go. Now we're off here. Um, so to kind of wrap up the, the Rhino thing here... Um, Apparently, they had to, like, keep him from giving too much to Saban in the match. Um, and so after he was telling people he's a big fan, Rhino sold like crazy for Saban. And he actually asked if Saban could kick out of the gore. Oh, no. You cannot do that. He asked him. And since it was his debut, they obviously had to get the move over big. And the feeling was, incorrectly, that the right thing for business was to establish the move um, and not have him kick out of it. Yeah, absolutely not. But Rhino was such a big fan of Chris Saban. He says, can he kick out of my finish? That's nuts to me. Like, I can't even, like, fathom that. That Yeah, that's that's insane. I mean, that does that not show, like, that's, like, major respect. The only way that you do that is if you give him a different finisher. Right. You know, like, if, if like somebody kicks out of the gore like that, then he can be like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? I got to get something different. That's Absol- the only way you do that. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, yeah, pretty crazy though. Really wow. crazy. That blows my mind. Hey, props to Rhino for that though. That's uh No, I, yeah. I mean that's very respectable, I think. I would rather have I would rather have that than somebody be like, No, dude, I'm beating you in twenty seven seconds. Yeah, absolutely. 
because that was an enjoyable main event. Saban looked great. Yeah, dude. I does think it, it was... does it hurt like the tag? No, probably not. But it, it might hurt Rhino a little bit that he went well, probably almost eight or nine minutes with Saban and looked to have difficulty with them. I don't know. Well, but Saban does have credibility too, so I don't. It's that's a tough uh, balance to play. Yeah, I think in and Rhino term... still won clean too with the Gore. So. Exactly. I think in the long term, it's it's not going to be uh, a huge deal, but it's no, very interesting. Uh, I do think it was another good episode of Impact. I think this one I like yep. better than last week, even. So I agree. But we are on a roll here with a, a couple thumbs up in a row, and we are on the edge of uh, Sacrifice here. In just two days, guys, we're going to be covering that show. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it, even though there's no title matches, uh, and it's arguably a B level pay per view, but <laughs> doesn't mean, matter. It's accurate. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else, Dallas? I don't think I do, man. Um, I will say I haven't said it in a while here. If you guys are enjoying our shows and you are not following us over on our social pages at Cross the Line TNA over on Twitter, and I believe also the same handle on our new Instagram account and Threads, which we haven't really been using Threads too much yet, but it's there. You can follow us, and maybe we'll start using it. Um, and you can follow us on uh, Facebook at TNA Cross the Line Pod. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post all of our episodes for free as well i mean they're always free but it's another way to listen but subscribe to so so show some support and um that's about it that's what i got man i'm ready for sacrifice it's gonna be uh i think a good pay-per-view for something with no title matches so i am actually it's kind of weird but i'm looking forward to it yeah i'm looking forward to it as well and it comes to you just in two days so be on the lookout august 14th for some sacrifice so until then, for Dallas Goodley, I am Bob Nelly Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast.